All right. Good morning. Good evening, wherever you're located. Thank you for tuning in to the Hydro Fitness Podcast. Uh, I'm Paul Hanton, your host, and I have a fantastic episode for you today. I'm joined by Amy Wiggins, who will be talking through positive mindset. Uh, I think it's something that a lot of people struggle with, so I'm really excited to, to dig into this topic, and hopefully there'll be some really good ta- uh, key takeaways uh, for you that allow you to work on your positive mindset. So let's go ahead and get started. So good morning, Amy. Uh, thank you for joining us today. How are you doing? I'm awesome, Paul. Thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate you all having you on. So uh, can you give us a, a quick uh, introduction and uh, who you are, what you do, and your background? Uh, my name is Amy Wiggins. I am a certified personal trainer, uh, certified nutrition and mindset coach, and I help busy parents basically prioritize their life so that they can have more time with their kids and more impact in their lives as well. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, yeah, I, I don't have kids, but I, I, I can imagine as a busy parent, it's hard to really prioritize yourself and your health and wellness, which is extremely important for your for your family, right? Exactly. If you can't, if you can't take care of yourself, how are you going to take care of your kids? So exactly. That's, that's a huge t- uh, takeaway. Uh, so we're going to talk about positive mindset today, right? And like I mentioned in the introduction, I think this is something that a lot of people struggle with uh, having the right mindset, especially when it comes to health and fitness. So can you talk about how uh, your uh, mindset, either positive or negative can impact your physical, mental, spiritual health? Yes, absolutely. Um, All of us deal with a lot of stress every day, right? Stress on ourselves. And so having a positive mindset will actually um, make your day go a lot better. Um, Every single time that you speak or or think a negative thought, you have to basically say 30 positive thoughts. Oh, wow. For that one negative thought. So wow just trying to focus on positive things instead of negative aspects is a good practice to start with so that you don't have to do all that work, you know, and trying to make up for the bad stuff. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, One negative thought, you have to say 30 positive thoughts. That's crazy. Crazy, right? (laughs) Yeah. I did not know that. I learned something. That's awesome. But that, that just goes to show how powerful, um, your negative thoughts can be right. If they, if there, they can be one negative thought can equal 30 positive thoughts, you know, one negative thought can have a huge impact on your, on your life. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, a lot of people are surround themselves with a lot of negative news media. Absolutely, right. And right. So having to now from that, and when did they do it at the beginning of the day? So right, now they've gotten right. all that in, in their life before they've even started what they need to go do and life's not looking so great. And all this stress (laughs) is happening because of the fact that I didn't set myself up to win. So basically uh, winning the day and creating all of that positivity right at the beginning of the day is, is going to set you up for an awesome day. Right. And let's talk. Yeah. Let's, I think that's a good segue and how did actually develop a positive mindset and you mentioned something really specific, which is how you start your day. So do you want to talk through that, how starting your day can impact the rest of the your mindset for the rest of the day? Absolutely. Um, gratefulness, starting your day with gratitude, wake up, 
hey, I w- woke up and that might not have happened for somebody else. Right, you know, right. that's like first thing you think, you know, think of all the things that you you do have in your life right. and write those down in a journal. You know, if you want right. to do that or speak them out loud, that's really a great way. But starting the day with gratitude is number one thing that I think right. um, also what are your goals for the day? Mm-hmm. What are your goals long-term and what do you need to do today to get you to those goals long-term? Right. You know, whether that be physical goals, emotional goals, you know, social goals that you have with, you know, a partner or a loved one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so kind of, you know, going about this and doing this in this succession, like I had mentioned, is going to help you develop this long, long-term um, habit. And then, which creates that positive mindset that we're talking about too. So um, stress, like I had said too, is like one of those things that everybody goes through it, but you have the way that you can react to it is basically right, what, right. what I want right. to convey. Your awareness of how um, it's going to play out in your life is mm-hmm. you determining whether you want to shut it off or leave it going, right? Right, right. Because you have the choice. I can, I can literally, if things are in my face and they're starting to stress me out, I can, I can close my eyes and say, nope, I don't want to deal with this right now. Right. right? (laughs) There's some other things that you can do like, like a four second in breath, close your eyes, you know, breathe in for four seconds, breathe out for four seconds. That usually helps you kind of reframe what you need to do. Folk refocus. Um, so yeah, um, basically I just think that the awareness of where you're at and where all of this negativity, which is like I said, from stress is coming from is where you're going to be most successful in being able to make that switch to turn it off and turn on positive mindset. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, uh, when I was, um, working in the office, I had to deal with traffic and traffic can be really stressful for me. I, I do not like traffic, but, uh, to your point about how we can, we can control how we deal with that, right? We can either be, I can either be really stressed out about it and just pulling out my hair. I don't have much hair, but we're really stressed out about it. Or I can use that as an opportunity to, uh, catch up with people on the phone or listen to a podcast or an audiobook, Right. So, I think that's a great example of, of what you mentioned of how we can control our response to some sort of stressor, right? And we have a choice to make. We can either just be stressed out about it, which isn't healthy for us long term, or we can use that as an opportunity to do something else and kind of reframe that negative into a positive. Absolutely. Yeah. In traffic, I think is a really good one that everybody relates to because right. yep. Yep. that's something that you you want to lose it <laughs> at right. that point. Right. But like, what is that really going to do for you? You know, right. when you think about it, it's like, okay, that's only going to cause me more pain in in the long run because now mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this because right. well, that, that really a good way to react to it. So, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Definitely. So like you said, I think is really great examples of like, I can do so I could choose to do this, mm-hmm. which is going to better and benefit my life, right. or I could choose to do this other negative thing. So right, yeah. right. It's, it's hard. I, I, I know it's hard to, to flip that, that stressor into something positive, or do or some us uh, doing something else, because, you know, stress really kind of gets to people, right? Because that fight or fight response, you're you know, you think your blood starts pumping and, you know, you, you, once you go down that path, it's hard to come back. But uh, I think one thing that also helps is just uh, practice, right? It's something that you got to practice over time. And I think you meant like developing the right habits, like you mentioned, right? It's about developing the right habits 
uh, instead of the, the wrong habits. And, and awareness is where you're going right. to, all of this yep. comes from that, you know, and saying to yourself, like, is this the best way that I can handle this situation? Right. You know, so yeah, I, that's, you know, it, that's the part that kind of, maybe it does seem simple to some people just being aware, but then it kind of is hard <laughs> because you have to really yep. look at yourself and how you, <laughs> how you react to certain things, Absolutely. you know, what emotions you let control your life. Right. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. I think awareness is really challenging. I think definitely. Uh, I, I don't, I wouldn't know where to start to tell someone to, to work on being more aware. Um, I think for me is something that I've had to develop and work on and just being cognizant of what I'm doing, but it, it's not something. Yeah, I agree. I think I, when I think about it, I think it's really easy. But then when I really think about it, it's not it's not that easy. And it's definitely I think, again, yes, there's like a skill you have to develop and work on uh, and put effort towards improving over time. And it, it is challenging. It is hard uh, to develop that awareness because um, it's really easy to just kind of react or shut off or be negative instead of being aware. That's what we are conditioned to do, though. You know, True. What I mean? right, like, right. Think about it, and I'm not not to go like back in the day, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like before we had all of this technology and everything to stimulate our minds, they right. had to do something, right? So True, they went outside, right. and right, that's when right. you start to become aware, is because like you're in nature and you're surrounded by things that just exist. Right. So why can't right. you just exist? You know, but we can't right. because it's like being right. <laughs> I have all of this stuff. Yep. Oh, let's do this. Or, oh, how about this? How about you try that? You know? Yep. And so yeah, it's hard. The awareness part in in if you think back into it, it seems simple, but nowadays it's not. It's not at all. Absolutely. It's really and conscious yeah. thinking, you know, and training. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And on that note, when it comes to technology, especially with social media, one thing that I've been trying to do is instead of uh, eating and on my phone, put my phone down and just focus on eating. And that, that ties into, uh, you know, just being mindful of what we put in our bodies and how we eat. Uh, because I think sometimes it's really easy for me to sit down with my phone and just and eat and then I'm done. But I don't really pay attention to how I'm eating or how I'm feeling. And so that's something that I've been trying to do is just be more aware when I'm eating, which is, you know, five, 10 minutes of my day. Uh, but instead of just sitting on my phone and, you know, just focusing on that, just sitting down and just eating, which feels really weird at first, because I'm so used <laughs> to having my phone out and, you know, doing something else while I'm eating. And it's weird to just sit down and just like look at my food. Uh, but it's a really good awareness exercise to just focus on uh, being mindful about what I'm eating and putting in my body versus just, you know, doo -doo -doo -doo, and I'm done. Uh, so that's something I'm trying to do a better job of, which is very, it's just very weird to do it. And I'm still not used to it, but I'm going to still keep trying to go to do that, just to practice that awareness and mindful eating, which is really important. Definitely. When you tell, when you tell people to like, this is like the first step, like if you try to do this, people are like, like, come on, uh, what I right. have to, I have to chew 30 times. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, that's the whole process of you being aware of like when your body's full and right. You know? Right. Oh yeah. And, uh, yeah. 
come on, yeah. that's not really realistic though. The way like people are standing, eating, shoveling food in their mouth, like you said, multitasking because oh, yeah. it's yeah. easier to do that because right. we're so busy. We're just right. so busy. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So I wanted to jump to uh, a huge jump to neuro linguistic programming, uh, which I know I, I know very little about, but. Um, I wanted to talk through that because that's something we, we mentioned when we've had our discussion on what we're going to, our notes, uh, for today's recording. And, uh, so can you talk through neuro linguistic programming, what that is and how that ties into positive mindset? Absolutely. So basically it's like the idea of that you're, how you feel and how you react to certain situations and then the thinking about that. Okay. So- <laughs> yeah. So okay. it kind of intertwines all of those things together. And the best way for me to just kind of is just to take you through it. So you can kind of understand and feel right. what it is to feel and then think about how it is, like I said, mm-hmm. what the reaction is. So it, and I mean, anybody that's listening can obviously participate in this as well. Um, make sure that if you're closing your eyes, that you're in a safe place, (laughs) but I just don't want anybody driving. And then they're like, Oh, Oh gosh, I got caught up. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need anything like that to happen. Okay. So, um, basically what you're going to do is, um, you're going to close your eyes and you're going to go back into uh, a memory in time in your life in which, um, you felt like really big sense of excellence. Okay. Um, maybe it was okay. when you're younger, maybe it was recently, but like you just feel like, oh, this tremendous, I'm so awesome right now, right? Okay. And uh, you feel the ease, ease of accomplishment, ease of flow, and basically you're seeing and hearing yourself in this position, right? Okay. And feeling all of the feelings that you had when you reached this accomplishment. And so now you're going to look on the ground in front of you. And you see a light. I just want to. So I just want to. Uh, so just to uh, go back through step one. So step one, you just close your eyes and you think about uh, a moment in your past, either recently or long time ago, about how like something excellent that happened to you that oh that you did. Correct. It could be. It could be any time. It doesn't have to be like you know what I mean. Child, any time in your past, basically. Okay. Yes. Okay. And how great you felt. Okay. Only, okay. only greatness. Okay. 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 You're, you're at the top of your game. Let's say this was a time that you were at the top of your game, maybe physically, maybe something, you know, in your, in your uh, relationship when you okay. were like at a high note in your relationship. Um, e- like I said, even career wise, like, okay, I'm at the top of my game here. Okay. So okay. I have all these immense feelings that are flowing through my mind right. and I'm feeling all right. these feelings. Right. And now I see this circle of light right? And it's right in front of me on the ground. Okay. And I'm looking at this light and you can do, I mean, it's completely up to you how you want this light to look color, whatever, Mm -hmm. but feel all the feelings of what that is and what you see in front of you. Okay. Okay. And now in front of the, in that circle, you can see all these immense, powerful feelings that are flowing throughout the circle. Right. And what does that make you want to do? You want to go in the circle, right? Okay. Right, so right. like now I see all this happening. Ooh, I want to go enter. So I'm going to enter the circle. What do I hear? What do I feel? What do I see? Okay. All of these feelings. 
keep that in your mind. So I just want to go back through step two again. <laughs> so, uh, so step two is you envision a circle on the ground, and that's where all these positive feelings are, right? They're kind of flowing through. And then step three is you actually get step in that circle, correct? Yes. Okay, gotcha. So now you're in the circle. And like, now you feel the benefits of it almost like, I don't know, let's say if, if there was like some sort of like magic miracle cure for whatever you had going on in your body mm -hmm. before you got in that circle, like everything's just washed away and you feel this great flow and you're just like, uh, on cloud nine, let's say. Right. 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 And so now I want you to get out. Okay. <laughs> so <you> step <laughs> out, Right. But you could still see all of that there. Mm -hmm. And how do you feel? Did it go away? Even though you're not in a circle? Oh, okay. I see where you're going with this. Okay. 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 And so now I'm here and I have all this, but I can still go back in. Right, right, right. Because maybe I didn't, or there was a time in my life that I was like, oh, well, maybe that circle was wrong for a little mm. while. You know what I mean? And I, I'm right. not, yeah, I'm kind of doubting myself right now. Like, and those negative thoughts, they're going to creep Right, in. right. <laughs> so now I have this choice to go, okay, and I always remember what the circle looks like. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go step back into the circle, right? And I can revisit that idea as much as I want. But oh, when okay. you have okay. that goal or that accomplishment that you're trying to reach mm -hmm. and you go step into that circle and you feel that you've been in this position already, right? Mm -hmm. Like I've been here, I've done this, I, I've experienced this. I know what my life is like. When you go to accomplish that goal, you're not nervous about it. You right, have a great right. focus about it because you've already been there. And you've already experienced what it feels like mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. be in this victorious state, right? Right, right. So you're, like that cloud nine is going to always be there with you because you you know you can accomplish that goal because you've already seen yourself there. Right, right. So, so uh, it, that to me is very much very similar to like envisioning your success, right? Where you visualization, right? Yeah, exactly. visualization. I, I think a lot of really high profile athletes have used this as well. Uh, and I think they're, I think what, how you, how you're, what you describe is different from, cause you talked about referencing something in the past where people have also envisioned success, what it feels like in the like future success. Right. And so I think you're talking about it's past both. success and there's, yeah, right. So I, this, because I you already recognize it, then right. let's put it over here too, because you right. know what it's like to be there. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes so sense. Corpor corporates both of them. Plus it's like a kinesthetic, you know, we love our kinesthetic. Right. <laughs> right. Now I'm imagining myself going from here to there, you know, and, and it's the movement and the feeling of it also. So Yes, and, and visualization to me is is very very similar. But this is the whole feelings and the process right, of it. Right. And then now I'm thinking about what it is like. Right. When I felt like that too. Right. So. Right. So it, uh, we look at going back to neuro linguistic programming. It's a way of kind of overriding our brain to think differently. Right. And in in your example, it's uh, you're, you're referencing a, an example of how we can take a uh, past experience, a really positive experience to kind of override, override uh, maybe some negative thoughts or feelings that we have, especially if it come, pertains to a goal, right? And we're, we're thinking, well, I can't accomplish that goal. It's, it's not possible. You know, I can't lose weight. 
But then we use this, we use this uh, technique to kind of override those negative thoughts and we start to really feel success and we feel like we can accomplish that goal. Absolutely. Right? Is that? Absolutely. Okay. okay. And, I, and using this with a client, you know what I mean? You could see how it would benefit because you have like, let's say you and I recorded this. Now I can right, go back right. and say, hey, remember when that time was with this? And then these are the feelings right, that right, right. felt. Like, where did that go? You know? So right, right. it's super beneficial for sure. And just like, like you said, retraining the mind. Yep. Yep. And I think, I think a lot of people do this, maybe not to that extent, but they do it. Cause I know I do it with clients where I'll say, Hey, you know, remember that time you actually, you know, lost this weight or you crushed this goal, right? Like you've seen success, so you can't see success in the future. I think a lot of people do that where they reference some example in their past but I think what uh, what I like about your approach is you. It's more about it's also about awareness, right? Of being aware of how you felt, and, and not just looking at the result, but just how you felt in that moment of time, and taking that taking those feelings and using those feelings to kind of uh, help you accomplish some future goals. I think that's the the kind of the next level to your example is actually being aware of how you felt and your feelings and what oh, that, and what that did <laughs> exactly. you. So I think that's, again, tiding it back to awareness, right? How, how important that is. There, there's a theme here, right? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's really fantastic. And, uh, you know, for anyone listening, I definitely recommend trying that exercise, especially if you've been struggling with uh, some sort of goal and you don't feel like you can accomplish it. I think we all have some sort of, some sort of moment in our past that we've experienced success even you know maybe maybe small but it could be big but we all have some have experienced some sort of success in our past that we can use as an example to see that we can have success in the future right it may take some effort but again i think it goes back to just being aware of how we feel and and when we have those negative thoughts or, or beliefs that we don't dwell on them we do something to to change that right Absolutely. You know, and it doesn't have to be something that's like way ahead in the future. This right. Be, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I feel what we're going to feel like next week when right, we look right. this, this, you know what I mean? So, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it just it depends on, you know, and it, like I said, it doesn't have to be just for fitness goals. It could be for any yeah, kind absolutely. of goal you're trying to attain, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So I do want to move on to uh, emotional intelligence. It's kind yes. of a, another tie in. Uh, that's also <laughs> really important your emotional intelligence. So uh, can you describe what is emotional intelligence? Well, like I said before, there's a theme here. So it's you aware of what your emotions are mm -hmm. and how you can turn them around so that they're not going to be self-defeating, basically. Right. Um, and so just I, I think you and I had talked about like a, a, an example of like working out and like yep. I don't really yep. want to work out. Right. right. And so that feeling right there that I don't want to work out is like a feeling of discouragement. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, like this mm -hmm. is what is it worth to me? And you start to think about it and it's like, well, it'll be more fun if you just sat on the couch. Right. 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 <laughs> but, and so like now you're not like this. is So instead of going with those kinds of thoughts, mm -hmm. it's reframing that discouragement so that it could become positive so that mm -hmm. you do want to do the workout. Right. So basically, it's just a series of uh, affirmations that mm -hmm. like I usually tell, okay, if you're feeling discouraged, these are the things that you should try to participate in. Mm -hmm. 
And okay. then, and then these are the things that I, that I would suggest that you affirm or say out loud so that you know that you are not that self-defeating person that you are. Right, right, hear. right, right. And so basically this is just part of like the course of everything that I, you know, I get, this is like a tool and a resource for your, I give my, my clients, but specific discouragement, like if you were feeling discouraged, you, I want you to understand that that's, that's okay. You have to mm -hmm. say, this is okay that I'm feeling this way. Right. I'm aware of this and I'm accepting this and I'm not going to resist it, but right. I'm going to go and I'm going to allow myself to feel it and then let it go. Right. right. Because at this point now, um, where was I at? Uh, yeah. Okay. So you write down your feelings or mm -hmm. if you're in a space where you're like, okay, I'm in the car and I, maybe I'm going to go in, maybe I'm not type. Right. Of thing, <laughs> yeah. Just say it out loud. Like, okay, right. I don't want to do this. I'm feeling discouraged. So you write down, okay, I'm feeling discouraged. I'm feeling discouraged. And then you would write down um, where those thoughts are coming from or just mm -hmm. acknowledge them. So mm -hmm. is it my brain that's telling me to do this? Is it my stomach because I'm hungry and I'd rather go work out? Is it right, my heart right. that is really like, I don't feel like doing that? Or am I just just like physically drained mm -hmm. and I just can't, I don't know that I can ha handle it, right? Right. And right. so at this point, we're, we're feeling where it's coming from. We're acknowledging what the feeling is. And then we are going to try to release it. So we give ourselves forgiveness for feeling that feeling. Yep. And then letting it whoosh out through your head <laughs> right, right. and say it's big on, right? And now I'm going to repeat these affirmations, which are positive mm -hmm. and reframe all of this feelings of discouragement. And I let go easily. All is well. I take 100% responsibility of my life. Mm -hmm. I draw from my inner strength and I draw from my inner light. I trust myself and I make the right choices. I press on because I believe in my path and therefore what is my path? The goal that I'm trying to achieve, let me go in and just work out. Oh, <laughs> uh, there you go. <laughs> I was trying to go somewhere with it, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I completely understand. I, I, you know, even as a personal trainer and someone who usually loves working out, I still have those moments where I'll be, I'll sit in the car and I think, ah, do I really want to go to the gym? Do I really want to walk in? And it takes a lot to convince myself sometimes to go. But I, I do, a, I do this, I do a similar thing where I'll actually think through why I'm feeling like this. Is it because I'm being lazy? You know, am I sick? You know, a lot of times it's, I'm just being lazy, right? To be honest, <laughs> and there's, there's nothing really preventing me other, other than sheer laziness. But there are, there are times when, uh, you know, maybe I'm really tired or, I am actually sick and I have to not go to the gym because I'm actually, I shouldn't go, but I, I do that. I do do that exercise as well. Just kind of think through like, why am I feeling this way? Why do I not want to go to the gym? I think there are legit reasons to not go sometimes, but then yeah. I think a lot of people don't, I think to skip going for the wrong reasons. And so I have to think, I have to think through, do that same exercise and really process through why I'm feeling this way. And is it, is it valid or am I just being lazy, which usually is just being lazy and then I'll go to the gym. It's the mental. Yep. Absolutely. The part that gets you now when it's the physical part. And I think this is the part that you and I agree on. It is a good time when you were like sluggish because maybe you worked, you know, 12 hours. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like this is it. Like, first of all, you're not going to be on point to do what no. you need to do. Yep, yep, and, and yep. second of all, then now you're destroying more and making yeah, more yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> better at the worst. Yep, yep.
Yeah. <laughs> like, let's just beat on those adrenals more. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some there, some of us are very valid reasons to not to skip yeah. the gym. That's right, some, right. Very valid reasons. But I think That's you have it. to do that exercise of awareness. Yeah. Where is it coming from? Right. Is right. it is, are you just you just don't want to go just because or or there are, are you just not feeling well? Are you sick? Um, are you tired? You're just being lazy. So I do that same exercise. And I think that's been, that's been really helpful for me to just, uh, stay consistent with the gym is just making sure that I really think through why I'm feeling like I don't want to go, or maybe I just don't want to do leg day, you know, cause I don't like it, but you know, I, but <laughs> that's not a good reason not to go. Right. That's, that's a really poor reason, but you know, I'll, I'll still, still go, but I do, have to, I do, have, I do that exercise pretty frequently whenever I'm not feeling like doing something just like think through why am I feeling this way and you know is it valid or am I just being lazy which a lot of times I'm just being lazy which is human but I do like how you how you mentioned about um being forgiving yourself I think that's really important that it's okay to feel like that to feel that way and and you should forgive yourself that's something I told my clients is to be forgiving right I think a lot of times, especially in our culture, we, we, we push perfection, which is, can be really damaging. Overrated. Over, you know, <laughs> be really overrated. And so I really liked how you uh, mentioned about the forgiveness aspects. I think that's really important to be able to forgive yourself um, for one, for feeling that way. And, and then two, if you, if you don't make it to the gym, you know, every single time that it's okay and you have to be, for, you have to forgive yourself. Cause otherwise it's going to really weigh down on you. And Absolutely. it's going to, and you know, can drag you down and then they need to develop that negative mindset. So I think, I think it's a really good point of how you have to learn how to forgive yourself, which is hard to do, but it's, it's definitely True. something you need to do. Yes. Yes. And I think with any kind of like improvement pl plan that you're trying mm -hmm. to do, you have to at point say to yourself, like, it's not going to work for me right now. And right, it's okay. right, That's right. Okay. You know, right, whereas right. like because like the perfection thing, we think like yep. this is it has to be a hundred percent, otherwise it's not worth doing. Right, yeah, yeah. If I don't yep. do it, no, no, it doesn't have to be like that. Right. You know, right. don't put that pressure on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna end well. <laughs> yeah. And we talk about putting pressure on yourself, and I think that's where a lot of people's stress comes from is from themselves putting, you know, unrealistic unrealistic expectations on themselves yeah. or the black and white mindset of, well, either I'm perfect with my diet or I'm imperfect. There's no in between or I'm perfect with my workouts or I'm not perfect with my workouts. There's no in between. And so I, so I know for me personally that I, when I'm stressed out, it's usually because I'm stressing myself out for some reason. Like I, I'm not, I didn't do something that I needed to do or, you know, I, I'm, I don't, I'm not, don't feel like I'm as guilt. perfect as enough. Guilt perfect and enough. shame, right? They rule a lot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, feel guilty. Oh, God, I feel bad about this. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, all that stuff is just bringing you down. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. You know? Agreed. But I've, I've had to work on just being okay with not being perfect and letting thing, letting th yeah. some things go. Um, for example, I try to post content every single day, but lately I've just been okay with not posting content every single day and saying, you know what? It's okay. It's not the end of the world. Uh, but it's that was stressing stress me out. Me out. <laughs> that was stressing me out, and that is that. And now I just, you know, it, it is what it is. It is I, what it is. I'm, you know, I'm trying try, to but... up, and I'm human like everybody else, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think too, as, as coaches, I think people sometimes think that we are perfect, or we or we have we live this perfect lifestyle, but that's not the case at all. 
No. Like, you're not perfect. <laughs> we're, we're just as human as everyone else, right? Exactly. <laughs> Trying exactly. to get through it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We just have a little more tools in our toolbox to right? handle it, I think. So, um, yeah. So, uh, I did want to uh, save some time to talk through what you actually do for your clients or how you actually help your clients or maybe some examples you have uh, just as a way to people to get a sense of what you do and if they want to reach out to you for some help. Uh, I basically help busy parents create emotional resilience and, mm. and lifestyle balance. Um, because of uh, being a parent, it's harder to create yeah. those physical fitness goals. Right. That well, you know, we got the mom bodies from being pregnant right. <laughs> and the dad bods because they ate the stuff that the mom yeah. ate. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what I mean. At this point, you're just you're trying to prove maybe what you lost before. You know, mm. you know you had it, and so it's just trying to get that back for you. Cause right. I know before I had kids, I was like this other person, you know, right. and now it's like, <laughs> Oh God, you like put your heart and soul into these kids. And then you're just like, well, where am I at now at this right, point? Right. 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 And so, Oh, well, I want them to learn this kind of stuff, but then I'm not being that person that is the role model for it. Right. Right. So I, I and I, I, I used to be a physical education teacher. And so I know that aspect of what the kids need because I taught the kids and then the kids were not going to be able to, you know, they can't follow through with everything. So I was like, right. I just want you to help the parents. And so, right. you know, basically what we go through is like how we can create lifestyle satisfaction mm. throughout your entire life. You know, whether that be like, let's focus on this physical goal for yourself or maybe you want to reduce stress and you just need some ways to figure that out. Maybe, mm -hmm. um, you know, emo your emotions are always, you know, flying high or low or this or that. And they dictate a lot of what, you know, you do. And so basically it's priorities and I'm teaching right. you how to prioritize. And so I, I have like a range of like three months to like a year, you mm -hmm. know, 12 weeks to like 12 months. So people come and go and, you know, it, it at this point, I, I'm trying to get you from wherever you are at. Mm -hmm. We're trying to determine what you value the most in your life. Mm -hmm. And then with those two things, trying to get you to the goals that you have created for yourself. Yeah. So if someone doesn't have any goals, they can still work with you, right? You would help help them develop Absolutely. goals Absolutely. and kind of figure um, out what they... I, I have a tendency to bring out goals in people that they yeah. didn't realize that they had. Yeah, so. yeah. You know, nice. just little things that people as parents, you know, you hide away because, mm. it, oh, I don't need to worry about that part of my life right now. You know, uh, I'll do that when they're right. older, you <laughs> know, when they don't want to be around me anymore. Right, and right. not about who that was because you never, you know, really set yourself up for the foundation of that. Right, so, right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And you mentioned something um, uh, about the priorities, which is really important, uh, especially as parents, you know, your priorities are your kids, but you also have to, you also have your health, your own health to worry about as well. And that has to fit somewhere in the list of priorities. Uh, Absolutely. If you don't, no one's going to do it for you, right? Uh, it, they, health. what did they tell you on the plane, right? Don't they tell you to put the oxygen mask yes, on yeah. <laughs> yes. on else? Good point. Good point. Yeah. It's a good point. Good point. So yeah, yep. yeah, definitely take care of you. And then I, I just noticed in myself that, my kids want to do the things that I want that I do, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. So yeah. We, I, yeah. we need to be role models. And I didn't yeah. have parents like that, that were, were, right. were fitness oriented. Right. And now, you know, my mom has Parkinson's. And so like yeah. this point yeah. is like a mission of mine to help those people that 
might end up like her. Right, but right. And to also help them see that they're an example to these kids mm -hmm. too. That you know, right. so it would be helping tons of people. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a really good point. Is that uh, your your kids are going to look at your lifestyle and see what you do, right? My, I know my mom; she ate very healthy, which was probably why I awesome. it's easy for me to be really healthy, right? Because I just modeled that behavior exactly. Uh, thankfully, but yeah, kids are going to pick up what you're doing and you know follow along. Uh, for the most part. So yeah, it's a really good, another really good reason why to, to make sure you're working on your own mental and physical health because absolutely gonna pick up on that for sure. For sure. So uh, before we go, are there, do you have any key takeaways or final thoughts uh, that you want to throw out there for people um, listening? I, I basically, I mean, like you're, like I said in before you're, you're in control of your stress level and you can can turn it off and turn it on mm -hmm. whenever you want. Right. Um, if you're having trouble trying to figure that out, if there's other things, you know what I mean. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I'm definitely the the woman, the mom <laughs> to help you <laughs> figure it out for sure. And yeah. you know what I mean. I I I, the, I I I prescribe. So it's not if you are a person that needs strategy, I'm going to help you there. If you're a person that just needs training, I'm going to help you there. So it's like, <laughs> I don't want to say jack of all trades because that's not what it is. Yes, but that's what came like, to my mind. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's not because it's just, it's trying to be what the person needs. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and you know how that goes. And mm -hmm. every person needs something different, you know, because yeah, everybody absolutely. is different. So. Yep. Yeah. No, you, you mentioned, uh, again, about the stress and how we, we can control our response to stress, but we can also control how stressed out we are. And I, I think, like, again, I think a lot of times we stress ourselves out. And so that, that's definitely yep. something that if you're listening to, to pay attention to your own stress levels and where that stress is coming from. And I, I know in the past that uh, I've been terrible at setting goals for myself and setting these really unrealistic goals and never achieving them and stressing myself out trying to accomplish these goals in the so, meantime yeah right uh, yeah something that i've had to, to learn over time is to that a lot of the stress that i'm feeling is because of me and me alone <laughs> and that's something i can control thankfully right because uh, probably more than likely you put too much on your plate right absolutely absolutely yeah. all the time you I, toned I, it I, down, I still do a that bit at a yeah. time yeah yeah, yeah. I, 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 that's a whole other whole other episode i'm trying to find <laughs> balance in life <laughs> work in progress right. for me. easier said than done <laughs> it is yeah for sure for sure yeah it's really hard for me um okay great and then how can people find you if they want to reach out to you um i i'm on instagram a lot i'm on facebook okay. amy wiggins uh aj wiggins um, number seven on instagram okay. i have a website that i'm in the process of transitioning still okay. um aj's personal training.com um or you email me AJBiggs7 okay. uh, at Gmail. Great. And if you're listening to this podcast episode, I will make sure to include that information for you in the notes. Uh, so again, Amy, thank you so much for getting uh, on the podcast. I really appreciate it. I think it was a really thank good you. discussion. And uh, I think a lot of a lot of really good takeaways. Uh, I even learned some things. I think I, I didn't know that one, one negative thought equals 30 positive thoughts. That's just mind-blowing to me. But it makes sense. Because uh, our negative thoughts can be so overpowering sometimes. So I uh, thought that, that, that was really cool. So thank you for teaching me something new. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. It was my pleasure. Uh, 
Yep. And definitely would love to have you on the show again. And if you're listening, I thank you and definitely hit the subscribe button so you don't miss new future episodes. And talk to you guys later. All right. Bye. Thanks so much.